You know they want staring point, you know we straight to the point Boy Chris with assist, fast breaks like a joint splitting half Boy J with the J, we throwing heat, no gas, that's a touchdown pass You know just how we coming, so it's nothing left to say Now they hardly can guard me like Dirk fade away You know just how we coming, so it's nothing left to say Yeah, you know just how we coming, so it's nothing left to say They want staring point, you know we straight to the point They want staring point, you know we straight to the point They want staring point, you know we straight to the point They want staring point, you know we straight to the straight to the point Amy76, bringing us in episode number 154 of Straight to the Point My name is Chris here, my guy J-Dub. Yeah, what's going on? What's going on? What's going on? And as the clock kind of strikes midnight on August, as we move into September, as we move closer and closer to football season, college football's back, NFL's around the corner. It's about that time of year, Jared. We have to give our predictions for who we think are going to be division winners in the NFL. We're also going to give our top five, top five and bottom five teams that we think is going to, you know, going to be in those spots in the in the NFL this upcoming season. Also talk about some surprising roster cuts and some guys that did not get traded. And I guess that's a good way to start, Jared. It's a good place to start. Let's start Indianapolis. Jonathan Taylor tried to kind of halfway get out of Indianapolis. He told him he was hurt. Then he wasn't hurt. Then his back was hurting. Then his ankle was hurting. And now I guess his feelings is hurt because he's stuck in Indianapolis and he won't play the next the first four games as he's still on the physically unable to perform list. And if you're on that before week one, you have to set up the first four weeks. Jared, where do Jonathan Taylor and where do the Colts go from here? Nowhere. Like they really go nowhere. They just well, he's only his what third year in the league. He won't he wanted more money. I don't think that was gonna come anytime soon, unfortunately, for him the owners coming out saying that they want to really build a relationship with Jonathan Taylor, even though you've already been quoted your statements on running backs. It's not, that doesn't change. Just because you want to rebuild a relationship, your statements. So like, the, the problem, the problem, anything, the, the problem, anything Jim Ursay say is that he's said the opposite in public. Wait, and it's yeah, like, uh, what you his doing? mindset's already made. We know how he feels about certain things. I don't, I don't expect Jonathan Taylor to want anything different. The only difference is now he's just going to be a professional go play football once these four weeks is up, knowing that he'll be healthy, the ankle injuries aside, whatever's going on. That team's going to be bad regardless anyway. So it's not like Jonathan Taylor saw the writing on the wall. He just wanted out. But there's not a lot you can do when you're hearing that the Colts weren't even being serious about trades anyway. You're hearing that the Dolphins, the Eagles were interested. They're asking the Dolphins for Jalen Waddle. It's not happening. I'm, I'm sorry. It's just it wasn't it wasn't happening. So, with that being said, John Taylor is going to be on the Colts for the Super future. We'll see how it goes. Maybe come trade deadline, where teams are you know more inclined to spend a little bit more, especially teams that are in prime position to make the playoffs and maybe even go to a Super Bowl, like the 49ers did with Christian McCaffrey. So, like then then we'll we'll, we'll have to retalk this whole thing. But right now. Week one hasn't even occurred yet, so I don't really think there was a lot of the market going on for Jonathan Taylor. The problem is you got this microcosm of people not respecting running backs, people not wanting to pay running backs. The Colts said, yeah, we're not we're not going to give you the bag, but we're also not going to give you up for anything less than a first-round pick. Uh, and then, like you said, they're asking Miami for Jalen Waddle, And this – like, I, I think they're they're – Obviously, you can do when you can do what you want. You can do what you want, but 
the Colts operate did not operate in good faith. The Colts kind of was like, okay, yeah, we're gonna try. And how bad how badly did they really try? So now you got Jonathan Taylor who, for all intents and purposes, they gotta stick it out for at least next, you know, this upcoming season. Like I don't see him staying out the whole season. So now you got 13 games of Jonathan Taylor if he that's, that's assuming he plays every game after he comes back from the pup list. You got 13 games for him. We'll see. We'll see if he can survive the season. We'll see how good he looks with a, a rookie quarterback. But then, like, they could easily just fan. They could easily just tag him again if they want. Now, will they? I don't know. Will they just let him walk? Who knows? But I, I don't know what Chris Ballard and I don't know what Jim Ursay want to do. But you have a rookie quarterback, and Chris Ballard came out and said it didn't stunt Andrew Luck's growth to not have a star running back. Well, this guy isn't Andrew Luck. Like, this guy is not the thrower of the football that Andrew Luck is. I'm sorry. I'm, I mean, you know, and I'm not saying Anthony Richardson can't throw. He's got an arm. Like, he's got the fastball. Like you, you see it on clear and on display. But to, to not have that weapon there and to not do everything in your power to try to bring him back and to try to make sure he's happy a guy who was in the MVP discussion two years ago. You know what I'm saying? You remember before Carson Wentz completely blew their season. You remember he'd had the, the real terrible game. He had like a terrible three-week stretch at the end of the year. And then they they, they, they basically just fell out the playoffs. Jonathan Taylor was in the MVP discussion that year. Like he was putting up crazy numbers. You can't You can't tell me that guy is not good. Or that guy is easily replaceable with, no offense, Zach Moss, Deion Jackson. Like, I, I don't think that's, I don't think that's, you know, where we go from there. What do you think? I, I, again, this is a team that they're not poised to make any real, dis, like, any real moves in the NFL when it comes to the level of football that you see from a team that they used to be. Chris Ballard tried to pull a Daryl Morey. You ask for more when it comes to your superstars. You never ask for less. So, yeah, the regression was there for Jonathan Taylor. Like, let's be for real. I, I thought he was only his third year. He's four years into the league. This will be his fourth year. The first two years were star-studded. He had a great rookie year. The second year, Chris mentioned, he had like 1,800 yards and 18 touchdowns. And then the last year, the injuries did derail him, but he had 861 yards and only four touchdowns the season. This is a bad season for the Colts in general. Matt Ryan. I'm about to say, look, look what the Colts had yeah, last year. Matt Ryan was a QB. Not only did they make history, they made history for one of the worst comebacks ever allowed in NFL through them. So, do you know like, where Matt Ryan is right now on CBS? So it's like, yeah, you you saw he saw the writing on the wall. The rebuilds here, and you just don't know how long the rebuild is going to take. And he's 24 years old. and He wants to get paid. Here's the so, problem. Here's the problem with the Colts, right? Save for Johnny Unitas, Peyton, Peyton, the Peyton years, some of the luck years, they've been an unserious franchise. Unserious because of things like this. Unserious. What's, what's the commercial? You've seen it. The commercial that you see in every football game, any NFL game, or even football game. The uh, Burger King commercial. No, the commercial that like it, it's like the the flex seal or something where it's like they it, it seals up any. any oh yeah, 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 like yeah, yeah, yeah. When you see those commercials, that's the Colts. Because like that, it, yeah, the commercial makes it look good. And it lasts for like a good month or two. 
but it, it starts to wear off and then the water starts to leak again. And that's the cold. So they did it with Phil Rivers. That was the that was the first little stop gap. Made he helped them get to the playoffs when nobody thought that team was gonna make to the playoffs. Phil Rivers did that. Then they tried to do another stop gap with Carson Wentz. It was Carson Wentz didn't really pan out. They tried to do it again with Matt Ryan, and now they finally said, okay, we gotta go get ourselves a quarterback. And now you see that the rebuilds here. This is another season where they're not going to be a great football team. It's just it's, it's the fact and the truth. And John Taylor had a down year, so it made it a lot. It's made it harder for teams to really want to go all in on Jonathan Taylor when they've already started to believe they've seen a regression. Even though he's young, I still think John Taylor has a lot left in the tank. He's twenty four. Like, come on. But it's a guy that was heavily utilized in college, heavily utilized his first two seasons in the NFL, and in the third year he saw there's a huge regression that came. It's not a problem. It's not his fault of his. It's a fault of that team not having anything behind besides him being the main running back. And then they had Michael Pittman as the main wide receiver and like no quarterback play. And the defense is adequate, but not great. So the John Taylor situation, again, is just on pause. That's really what I'm going to say. This is on pause until we see the trade deadline or the end of the season. Don't worry. We all know where this is going to end up. They're going to stink this year. Like, it's okay. We all know. We all know what it is. Like, we all know. So, Jared, that takes us to our next point. Uh, talk to me about some of the surprising roster cuts that you saw um, from around the league. I know for me, <laughs> I was surprised when Belichick cut both his backup quarterbacks. <laughs> I was very, very surprised about that. Like, I <laughs> didn't know about that. Um, just talk to me about the certain things that you saw and, and, and some names that people would be kind of shocked to heard, you know, didn't make their teams. Listen, I wasn't that surprised that Belichick cut both his QBs. You, no honest, honestly, no, you, can, no, you can't no. be surprised. You can't be surprised at anything Belichick does. I'm not even that surprised. He's like Malik Cunningham. You're not going to cut him. Boy, exactly. I, but you, but you know, but here's the thing. Belichick got Belichick like those guys that you could do multiple things with. Malik Cunningham could was a receiver he also. He can throw. He can. He, he had can a throw. He can catch. Game. You know. Eh, you know. Listen. He can do a little. Sh- Listen. Is he is he that much worse than what you saw last year from the women's offense? I mean, listen, I'm just saying they've now New England scores New England scores six point two points a game. I don't understand what they got to lose. They they don't have much to lose because now they picked up Matt Corral, which I think was a pretty good pickup. If we're being honest, it's not like I'm I'm mad at the pickup of Matt Corral. Cheaper, I think he has more potential, especially if you're just like, you know what? You're over the Matt Jones, and Matt Jones like just stinks up the joint, which I don't think he'll do. I think it's going to be a pretty good season for him. But Matt Corral was a solid pickup. My most surprise, I think I was with you when it was announced, the Saints uh, cut Bradley Roby. That was crazy to me. I get, I know he's a veteran, but you're talking about they had him, Marshawn Lattimore, that one-two punch, that little combo. He was good. He was still in his. He was still playing good football. I guess they just thought that the younger guy, I believe his name was Alante Taylor fit the mold more for them and they wanted to go young than stay with a guy that's now around the age of 30, 31 years old. So they cut costs. I just didn't think it was happening when you're talking about a team that could pretty much sweep their division. Like they have a really good chance of winning that division out. Mm-hmm. He's a good veteran corner. He hasn't really shown much regression when it comes to just being able to be there in the slot, play good, pass breakups, interception. Like he's been playing good football. So and he's been healthy. He's been relatively healthy. So I, th- I thought it was a major surprise. Like, that's like the number one major surprise for me because I'm like, shoot, this is a team that's a playoff team. You cut in a starting caliber corner right away, like a starter. This is a guy that's a starter. Quality player for any Super Bowl team that will potentially pick him up 
in the next coming weeks or months, you know? That was a little surprising. Yeah, we'll, we'll see. Also, uh, another Belichick move, sneaky Belichick move, signing your boy, uh, the the cut Jalen Rager, who got cut from the Vikings. He just, signed. Oh, he signed him? I thought you said he cut right. him. I'm like, so I'm like, Jalen Rager just got cut by the Vikings and then cut by the Patriots in the same week? No, How does no, that, no. That's, that's crazy. No, no. no that's, 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 that's a... That's a crazy thing that to get cut by two things in a week. Mental fortitude you would have to have to continue to play. Because you know Belichick ain't going to hold no punches. He's going to sit there and mumble his way through that sentence and tell you basically mm-hmm. that you're garbage. But that's a, 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 a very valid point you make about Roby. I think that he was a veteran, especially with that Saints secondary. You, you got to think the Saints have – you know, the Saints have a solid defense. And I think that their, their division is way – Let's just let's just kind of start talking about these divisions. Things. These divisions are wide open, and one of the most wide open divisions is the NFC South. Yeah, you can make a valid argument for three out of the four teams in that division. Yes. So, I, you know, I know we're going to go through and we're going to go division by division and, and predict our winners. So we might as well, I mean, I was going to start. Where do you want to start? Because I think the natural the natural transition to start talking about the NFC South because we're already kind of there. We're talking about Saints. Yeah, we can stay we can, there. We can, all right, let's stay there. Um, I got the Saints winning the division. Uh, we can stay there. I got the Saints winning the division. I don't. Uh, if I was to give you an order of teams, mm-hmm. it might surprise some. I got Saints, Panthers, Falcons, Bucks. I honestly have it in that order. Panthers over the you know Panthers two over the Bucks and Falcons. Talk to me. Bucks are. I, I believe it is clearly last. I don't. I don't know why I think they're last. No, I do know why I think they're last. They're horrible teams. There's no cohesive. There's no cohesion where I'm seeing this team going. Horrible. Yeah. When you talk about again, there's another team that we'll talk about later. That's in another division in the NFC. There's just like there's a philosophy when you get a Super Bowl. You either go all in, or you you do the slow build, right? You do the slow grind to your Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Buccaneers are a team that went all in. Got Tom Brady. Got that, Oscar, they put that they put that microwave to work. Yeah, they paid everybody they could seamlessly pay within the first two seasons to go get the Super Bowl. And I and I, I'm all for something like that. But you have to know what comes with the risk of doing that. The team's gonna fall apart afterwards. Tom Brady retired. Your new QB is now Baker Mayfield. And let's be realistic. He's done. Like, Baker's not at the level we're saying he's the number one draft pick. You're not at the level where we're saying, oh, he can be a top five QB, a top 10 QB. If anything, he's scratching the surface of being a bottom 15 QB, and that's his peak for this. All right, let me, but let me push back on this. I, I, that's it. Let me push back. Let me push back on this. Tom Brady at the end with that pit, with that Buccaneers team was not that good. Tom Brady was top 10 QB. Excuse me? He was top 10 QB, though. Tom Brady was a top 10 QB, though. Okay, but he wasn't, he wasn't. He wasn't like the Brady of old. He was an average quarterback at the he, end. He, he made wasn't, the right throws. He, that okay, hold on, hold on, hold on, like, hold, hold on. He was an average quarterback with great weapons on offense on the outside. He had, he had Evans and Godwin, Julio, whatever. I know Julio's not there anymore, but Evans and Godwin are still there. They got still got Rashad White. They still got a a decent offensive line. I know Ryan Jensen's not going to be there. Probably not coming back. Um, with his knee knee injury, so, but you look at what Baker had. Look at what Baker's had the last two years. Tell me what Baker has had. Exactly. What do you Nothing. mean? Like, Baker's had 
a good Browns team that he still what? couldn't. Whoa, 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 whoa. Who was on who was on that Browns team? Give me just give me names. I know Chubb is there. I know the pieces who were there. Tell me the weapons. You just oh Amari was he there with Mari Cooper? Amari Cooper was there. I don't um, think he was, was he there with Mari Cooper? Then if he was, he was there with Odell Beckham Jr. and Jarvis Landry, David okay. Njoku. Oh, yeah, God. Tell me, tell me, tell me, tell me, tell me, tell me, is Njoku better? Is Njoku a top 10 tight end? He, he, this could be his year. Average. Yeah, average. Every year with Njoku, man. Njoku's been in the game this decade. Every year he's going to break out. I'm tired of hearing about I'm tired of hearing this. I'm tired of hearing this. No, stop it. He had his best season. Odell, Odell, and Odell never really messed with Baker. Whose fault was that? Who don't? Who, who knows? We know whose fault it was. Who we? Okay, whatever. It's a little bit of both. It's a little bit of both. It's a little. It's a little bit of both. It's a little bit of both. We know whose fault it was. Well, who's okay? Whatever. But Baker has shown that he, in limited limited doses, can still be a productive quarterback in the league. Goes to the goes to the Rams in like six days, comes back, puts a comeback on Monday night football for the world to see. I'm just saying everyone's just kind of dismissing Tampa. Now, if you want to dismiss them because of like tie bowls and you know the team kind of stinks, that's fine. The team does stink. But to expect I don't expect their offense to just be exponentially worse. They scored, they scored two touchdowns a game last year with Tom Brady. I'm pretty sure Baker Mayfield could put up 14 points a game. Baker I'm, Mayfield I'm is going to have around the same season Jameis did. He could be a 30 for 30 QB or was it 20 for 20. He could, he could be that. He could be that guy, and that's cool. They ain't, they ain't great. They ain't better. Again, you just brought up that Rams game. Listen, even a blind squirrel can find a nut when everybody's underestimating the team. The team's garbage. But Rams, another garbage team that isn't winning their division. They're garbage. So they're at the bottom of the division, maybe too. Like, again, so wait, yeah, you, you got yourself a win. Yeah. I, know, I know they're not good. The Rams are not going to be at the bottom of their division. The Rams, no, they're not going to be the bottom. They'll, 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 wait, they'll be at the bottom. They just won't be the bottom. They'll be at the bottom. Though. They'll be I mean, the it's, only, it's only four spots. It's, 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 they they well, at the bottom. Only, they not. There's a first place, a okay. second place, a third place, and a fourth place. If they're not okay, in the fourth place, they're obviously third. Okay, so I'm gonna push back on your on your NFC South thing. I'm going Atlanta one. It's a lot of faith in in um. Desmond Ritter. It's a lot of faith. It's not okay. Yeah, it's kind of partially faith in Desmond Ritter, but my my reasoning for Atlanta winning their division is throughout. I mean, despite all the the nonsense they did last year, all the close games that they blew last year, if they had a, let's say they had Bijan last year, I think they win a couple more games and win their division last year. They were in the mix last year. If it wasn't for a couple of missed kicks early in the season. Mariota blew a couple games early in the oh, season. Yes, there it is. That's like if they had if because they they had they had easy they had wins in Washington that they blew. Winning the Lions, I think they had where they were up. 20. They were up. They were up. They 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 shown flashes, and I think that one more year under Arthur Smith, and I know he may look goofy, and he may look like he don't know what he's doing, but I think Arthur Smith is a decent coach. Uh, look at Tennessee's offense without Arthur Smith. Look at look at Atlanta's offense since Arthur Smith has been there and been it's in control. Let's just be fair. Arthur Smith 
offense with the Falcons was questionable last year. That's why it, really... but it, it was questionable. But look at what they had. Like he made he made the best meal he could with them ingredients. Atlanta has, Atlanta has, but here's the thing: Atlanta has a decent offensive line, good running game. They got another uh, another year Drake London. Even if Desmond Ritter isn't the guy, let's say Heineke ends up playing significant ball for Atlanta. Better than Mariota. Better than Mariota, man. I think that I think Atlanta. And here's the thing: I think that the gap between all these teams are so small. To in my eyes. I could you can make an argument to me that Tampa with their defense, if Baker doesn't like if Baker is at least average, they could have a shot to win this division. Like that's how tight this division is to me. But I do agree with you that Tampa's gonna end up being uh not winning this division. I have Atlanta one, New Orleans two. I'm not as high on Derek Carr as everyone else seems to be. I think that Derek Carr has a great arm. I think that the Saints offense is I have to see. Like, you kind of got to see this. Like, I don't really know if this is going to be great like everyone thinks it is. Like, I know like Car- I know Carr is good, but he kind of tends to fold in big moments. Uh, we'll see if Mike Thomas is going to do anything but run slants. I'm, I'm, I'm joking, but, like, he has to stay healthy. Kamara is going to be suspended for part of the season. So, like, there are going to be some challenges there. I'm not, too, I'm not too stressed out about that because once they sign Jim, James Williams, I'm like, okay, that's a good running back who's like honestly the starter on most teams. Yet he always splits carries as a back backup. He'll be an immediate starter for the Saints. He'll he'll he. I've seen that he still got in the tank. Like yeah, man. we'll. I mean, we'll see. I'm just not as I'm just not as sold as everybody else is. And maybe maybe you know I'll be wrong, but who's you know who's to say? So Atlanta one, New Orleans two, Tampa three. Carolina four. I don't. I don't think Bryce Young is. I don't think that's going to work. Like I, I've seen it, and he looks super, super tiny. Like even smaller than Kyler Murray, tiny in Carolina. Like he looks the winner. I listen now. Maybe he may. He, he may prove me wrong. He doesn't have that like Drew Brees. Like you know how Drew Brees was kind of short, but he kind of felt like he was like like stocky a little bit. Like he could take those hits. I don't think Bryce Young could take them hits. Like, I don't see that being a, you know, like, uh, we'll see. I don't know. I don't know. I'm not sold on Carolina at all. So, Jared, let's transition over to the NFC, the NFC West. Since you mentioned the Rams are going to be third. Con- third. Third. So, I'm assuming. Sure third. So, let's say we got third for the Rams for you. Cardinals are last. They stink. Worst team. Oh, D- DFL for the Cardinals. 49ers are winning that division, and the Seahawks are second. Rams okay. are third. I, Cardinals are the worst team in football. Oh, I I agree. Let's move on. To the NFC Nerf, Jared. Who you got winning the NFC Nerf? I don't know. Give me yours. I'm a little torn on that one. I'm a little All torn. Right. For me, on the NFC Nerf, my order, Detroit 1, Minnesota 2, Green Bay 3, Chicago 4. Not sold at all on Justin Fields. Does not look. Like he has progressed at all as a thrower of the football, it does not look like he's reading the defense any you know any better than he did last year. And I know it's preseason, but it, it, it people saw the, those two couple plays, those screen passes that DJ Moore you know, took to the house, and like he ain't really throw the ball, he ain't throw the ball down the field. He threw the ball six yards. 
Even if, even you can do that, Jared. Like I don't understand the the pray the effluvia of praise that Justin Fields got for that. Like he ain't really show me nothing. So I'm not really sold on the the Justin Fields. The comparison to Jalen Hurts, like let's, it's let's, I like let, it. I like I like Justin Fields. I've always been just for fans. Okay, fine. That's that's different than being a. You can be a fan of somebody and root for somebody. But you can also be objective and say, like, yo, they not there. I think he, he not there, Jared. I think it's Detroit 1, Bears 2, Vikings 3, Packers 4. You are smoking I think crack. the Vikings hype last year was good. I think now the Cinderella story is over. I think with the fact that they didn't offer Kirk an extension, knowing this is the last year under contract there, that's going to be on the back of your mind when a couple of them losses that should have been wins. Creep in, you know what the losses I'm talking about when it comes to the Vikings. Needs oh, anything, anything that's not anything that's not one o'clock on a Sunday. So when those games start to creep in, I think that's going to start to hurt them a little bit because then the media comes involved. Then the this is why you're not paying Kirk Cousins. Why they give him the extension? Yeah, I know they just gave T.J. Hawkins an extension, made him a top tier tight end, which is well worth it. T.J. Hawkins is a very good tight end, but you're talking about they lost. He lost his red zone target in Thielen. They're now trying out their new tight end because they let, let Irv Smith walk. Justin Jefferson is going to be Justin Jefferson. Knock on wood, he stays healthy the entire season, but his target share is going to go up astronomically because with that, it's just him and T.J. Hawkinson there, right? They, Dalvin Cook's not there, so you, know, you have um, Madison as the starting running back. Addison's there. Jordan Addison, I think, was a very good draft pick, but I don't know how proven he is yet. So we got to see how that's going to take place. Teams are going to look to make Kirk throw to him more but it's not like again, the target share is very gonna go to Justin Jefferson. I think the Bears have the playmaking ability when it comes to Fields and DJ Moore. I like what they can do with their offense. People keep forgetting that Chase Claypool's there, Darnell Mooney's there. I think they're running back shaky. So any team that should have traded for Jonathan Taylor, I think at the, at the forefront should have been the Bears, but they believe in Cole Herbert and the running back group they have, which includes Justin Fields, who's a very good runner. I think the defense yeah, but is not, a, not but a good thrower. Play. Not a good thrower, Jared. You got to be able to throw the I ball. Think the throws. I think you, he's going to be able to make the throws this season. Yeah, but here's the thing. How if he if, if my my question with Fields is not his ability to get the ball to where it needs to be. My question with Fields is he holds the ball way too long and gets sacked trying to make plays, trying to dance around and that's the I mean that's the danger you have with athletic quarterbacks. They they try to make everything a home run. That was the, that was the Russell Wilson thing, and I mean, yeah, it worked yes, out. the Russell Wilson thing. But is is Justin Fields Russell Wilson? I don't think so. He he has the uh, the potential to be better. It, we just need to see again. He's young, coaching. Jared, 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 Justin Justin Fields can be better. Is what 20, 25, He's twenty. Okay, if you want to argue physically, like physical ability, sure. But Russell Wilson, I know he stunk in Denver, but he went to two Super Bowls and won one and was consistently a top 10 quarterback in his, yes, in his and time. Justin Fields is with a good Justin, head coach and a great defense. Stop it. Ibrafus is not a good head coach. Their defense is not great. Russell Wilson didn't have a great defense. You said Justin Fields. You didn't say Russell Wilson. No, no, I'm talking about Russell Wilson when he got his Super yeah, Bowl. Yeah, okay. Yes, they had a great – yes. I'm sorry. My, I said – I said the difference you, in – No, coaching. you said – you. I'm sorry. I only said that because you said Justin Fields has a great – a good head coach and great no, – no, 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 no. I'm talking about Russell Wilson had okay. those things that Justin Russell Fields Wilson, does not. Russell Wilson <laughs> did have that, yes. Yeah, so I'm, I think that, again, that plays into it a little bit. You have a coach that's not 
of the same pedigree, the same caliber as what Justin Fields is working with. Okay, question. Progress question. is there, though. It's, it's, it's been better. I got a question. You take Justin Fields right now, you put him on that Seattle team. Do they still get the same results? The Seattle team right now? Seattle team then. Yeah, because they still have the, a great core. So, great you're, so, you're telling, right, so you're telling me if you took Russell Wilson off that team from 2013, 2014, when they went to two back-to-back Super Bowls. And put him on the Brown and the Bears and now? Put, and you take Justin Fields right now and you put him on that team. Yeah. Do they have the same – you're smoking crack. You are smoking crack. Jared, that team would not – You got me defending an Ohio State guy. I don't like this. I don't like this at all. It's gross. I'm, I'm getting high just doing it. It's ex- excuse me? You got me defending an Ohio State guy. I don't like it. I don't know why. Don't oh, like any Ohio – name me one Ohio State quarterback that's done anything. <laughs> don't worry. I'll wait. What you going <laughs> to give me, Terrell Pryor? I'm not, I'm not that might be what you going to give me, Cardell Jones? Braxton Miller? <laughs> what you going to give me, Braxton Miller? JT Barrett? <laughs> like, that's a problem. What you going to give me, Troy Smith? Rex Kern? Like, they, there's not a lot of good Ohio State quarterbacks. But again, this, Justin Fields could be the one to break the rule. I just like this game. I Please. Like no, you, you, like, you like the fact that he can give you a little nice little run every now and then. He ain't going to win you no games, Jared. Stop it. Don't come at me because I like mobile QBs. Mobile QBs are the future. Okay, fine. Mobile QBs, but you got to be able to throw the ball and do some things. Yeah, but he – Jerry stinks. Just like the Lamar haters. No, no, no. Lamar Jackson is head, shoulders, knees, and toes better than Justin Fields. Justin Fields can't touch Lamar Jackson. We got a better coach. I feel feel like coaching plays into when it comes to a quarterback. If you put Lamar Jackson on the Bears, they win their division. They win their division, hands down. Hands they down. win their division. Justin Fields ain't that good. If you put Lamar on the team right now, they're, yeah, it's not even a question. Justin Fields is not not that good. That's all I'm saying. He ain't that good. That's a crazy word. What? I, you act like I called him trash. This is the way you why you why you coming he at him. Average. He's a he's an average quarterback and a he's a above average runner. And a below average thrower, so he's an average quarterback. And I think the average QB can potentially take them to the number two spot in their division because I think the Lions are number one. It's not like Jared Goff is a top QB; he's an average QB as well. Jared Goff is way better than Justin Fields, though. The average on top of average, what? still average. Okay, if if we say if there if this if you say Jared Goff, Jared Goff, Jared Goff is average. Then Justin Fields is below average. Let's be for real, this might be the most pedestrian division of QBs. Oh, for sure. <laughs> moving on, moving on to moving on to the last division in the NFC, the NFC East. Jared, who you got? Eagles number one, Cowboys two, Giants three, Commanders four. That's the way it should be. That's the way it needs to be. The Eagles need to break the, the curse. It needs to happen in I, that order. I I, I, go, I went back and forth with this. Not saying I think the Eagles are bad. Not saying I think the Cowboys are a better team, but I think they He's may have a. Person. I think they may have a slightly. I mean, there's the schedules are pretty much the same. It's the same schedule. I think the Eagles. I think the Eagles win a division. I think it's close. I think they win a division. I think it's Eagles one, Cowboys two, Washington three, Giants four. I think the Giants take a, a giant step back. You like you know Daniel Jones hate take over for the fact that you you told me you believe in Sam Howell. 
No, listen. The thing about white Justin Fields is that you can't, <laughs> you can't have what white Justin Fields is crazy. That's boy. what Daniel Jones is. He's white Justin Fields. But anyway, you telling me that Vanilla Fields is out here making the he made the playoffs last year. He did. They had he a won the postseason. One playoff game last year. He did beat the Vikings. Okay. But the whole the whole thing about the Giants' offense is. It's three yards in a cloud of dust. Like they, they ain't out there about to dot you up. They go, they have to go, they have to walk you down the field methodically. And if if Daniel Jones is your quarterback and you have to walk a team down the field eighty yards every time, you're bound to make mistakes. I think Washington has a better defense. I think Washington, I think Sam Howe is is capable. I'm not saying he's going to be a. Uh, and I'm not saying he's going to be you know, Joe Theismann or whatever. But you look at the crap quarterbacks that Washington has had to deal with for the past, I don't know, decade, ever since RG3 left his knee out in FedEx field. They've, they've had no – like it's not like any greatness has walked through that door. They had young cousins who they probably should have kept, but whatever. They had a year of Wentz. They had Heineke. They had – Alex Smith a season before. Alex Smith for a season. They, I mean, Cam Newton for a couple games. Was it Cam Newton? The Cam, Cam Newton. Newton? No. no, my fault. Wrong team. Who am I thinking of? Oh, no, they had um. Now Jacoby Brissett is what I'm thinking. Of. They got Jacoby. Yeah, now. They, they they got Jacoby Brissett to be the backup, but they they've had bad. It's they've weird. had just ugh, like ugh, quarterbacks, but they've they've won their division recently. They've made the playoffs, and they have a great defense. Like they have a great defense. They need to. Just they have an elite of. They have an elite defensive line. Everyone's healthy. Trey Young or Trey Young, oh, Chase Young. If Chase Young, Jonathan Allen, um, uh, who's a uh, Deron Payne, like they got guys. So I think that if you if you plus like if they have a better quarterback last year, they they beat the Giants twice. Like the only reason they lost to the Giants is because they had. You know, they couldn't get any points on the board. Like they the only reason they beat the Eagles is because Quez Watkins fumbled. But my point is, they great defense. Eagles, for whatever reason, played down, played down, played down that game. But the the Washington was what you're supposed to do. You're supposed to take advantage of teams making mistakes, and that's what they did. Jared, let's start in the AFC West. Mm. Give me your division winners in order for the AFC West. West. God, give me Chiefs as always. No, it's I don't, just know, pretty easy. I don't know why. I don't know why you took the. I don't know why this you is, took the. This is the second, third, and fourth spots for me. That's like, where do I go? I feel like the Chargers should be too, but again, a team that always plays down to their comp, always ends up being out coached, is the Chargers. But I think the Chargers is number two. Broncos are three. Raiders is four. Maybe the maybe you could switch Raiders and Broncos, but then it just it just goes to what Russell Wilson are you getting, and then with the injuries they have now, what Broncos team are you even getting? Because now that Jerry Judy's been confirmed to be injured, it's like, gosh, they can't. Sean Payton can only do but so much. Russell Wilson can only lose but so much weight. He still need weapons on the field. So I think that's the order you go. with. The Chiefs are head and shoulders the queer division winner though. Um, I will say this. I think that the Chiefs and the Chargers split a game this year. I think the Chiefs and the Broncos 
split a game this year. Do they, though? I think they do. So, but with that being said, I think the Chiefs are one, Chargers two, Broncos three, Raiders four, but I would not be surprised if the Broncos were in the wild card hunt. I, I think the Chargers... The Chargers get one of the wild card spots, and I think that Denver may be in that mix with, for the other wild card spot. I think I think the AFC is going to be very. I think that that last wild card spot in the AFC is going to be real. There are two, I believe. Yeah, I'd be very surprised if the Broncos got a wild card spot. I'd be. I think I don't know if they're going to get it. I'm not saying that, but I think they're going to be in the mix. I think they're going to be in the mix for that last wild card spot. I'd be surprised. I would be. Uh. A, uh, AFC South, Jerry, who you got? Mm, I hate this division. This thing. Okay. Can you give me a word? <laughs> give me – see, is it fair to uh, – no, I'm not taking that team first because I, I already know who who's a fan of that team. I'm not taking it first. Give me the Jags, Titans, Colts, first, Texans. First of all – No, give me the Jags, Titans, Texans, Colts. No, yeah. Give me Jags, Titans, Texans, Colts. You think the Colts are going to be worse than the Texans? They could be. Like, I, Have you – Okay, all right. Not to completely just kill on Ohio State quarterbacks. But CJ Stroud ain't really been great. I haven't heard good things. But I haven't heard great things about Anthony Richardson either. Like, I, I mean, they yeah, talked but, about the, the, the game against the Eagles, but it was like after that he was pedestrian. Yeah, but the thing about Anthony Richardson is he's got more physical tools than CJ Stroud. CJ Stroud's not a physical phenomenon. That's like, true. Anthony Richardson is a physical phenomenon. Like, dude got a cannon. Like, dude got a fastball. Like, I, I watched that preseason game when he played the Eagles. He was out there gunning a lot of them throws. And you got to have some type of, you know what I'm saying? Like, you got to have it to, to make some of them throws. I don't think Stroud – I think Stroud plays a little – a little – kind of conservative a little bit. And when he does try to let it rip a little bit, I think it always just come back to bite him, kind of like Kirk Cousins. I think, you know what? Give me the Colts at three because the Colts have, what, the third easiest schedule going into the season? Yeah. They'll give you some wins. The Texans might have, like, again, Texans have an easy schedule. Texans, Texans, might, be, Texans might be the second-worst team in football. I think it might be the Maybe because the Rams can't be the second-worst team in football. I don't no, think they can be. But they you, are, you are completely out on the Rams. Dude, I'm all, you are I'm all in that out they on the rank. the rank. Because any team that goes on the Super Bowl and they win it, I love that. Props to them because they deserve that Super Bowl. Look at what they did to get that bowl. They were having a great season. Got Von Miller, brought in Odell, who's playing on already partially torn meniscus. Like he was, and he was cooking. They won that Super Bowl fair and square. They did what they had to do. You just know the consequences. What happens when you do it? You know the consequences. They got three players you can name on that team right now: Matt Stafford, Aaron Donald. Cooper Cup, who's now re-aggravated his hamstring injury. So that means he might be out. After that, it's like, do you have faith in Cam Akers? Because you know he's not really tied, you know he's not really tied to anything right now. Nobody's really saying a lot of praise for him. So I mean, they didn't even really like him last year as much, but now you kind of have to play him unless you go with uh Kendrick Williams. Jalen Ramsey's gone. Potentially Aaron Donald could potentially ask out, right? If he wants to go play for a winner, because that team does if that team's not really going further. Tyler Higby's there, but like he's never had a breakout year. This isn't the year to say, oh, he's gonna break out now. Like it's just not there. I, you can't give me a lot of names that are gonna be like, oh, these are household names that are gonna help you take your team to a playoff spot or be a very good team in the division. 
Now, is Matt Stafford going to come back and be 100% better? They say he's, he's fully healthy. But it, again, I think Matt Stafford had his best season with the Rams the year they won the Super Bowl, and that that was it. You did what you you did your job, got yeah. your money, you did your job. Now the rebuild has to take place because you guys have nothing. They oh, have nothing. Oh, no, 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 no. So is it is the roster's gutted? It's 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 done. It's a done deal. The only reason they're not worse than the Cardinals because the Cardinals have been so bad for years. It's finally time to tank. But they pay Kyler Murray money, so they might be what. They have potentially the number one. If Chris says the Texans are the worst team in, in football, uh, the second worst team in football, they'll have a number one in what? Potentially two pick in the, in the draft? All right. Well, I guess we're going to start talking about where Kyle Murray going to play next year because it ain't going to be. Williams pick, man. You take it. You got to take – you take Kale Williams one, and then you go, you know what, pick two? Murray Harrison right That's, after. Listen. Like, listen. That's you, what you do. If my team stunk – if my team was garbage and had could possibly could have the first two picks in the draft, you take the best two offensive players that's coming out of the draft, and why would it not be the two potentially best college football players right now? Like you take those two if you're the Cardinals, and that's again tanking happens. But look at the way the Cardinals released Colt McCoy, a guy that was already a loser, but they decided to go ahead and whoa, 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 what? a loser, cool, quiz. Colt McCoy, Texas Longhorn legend, okay, came in after Vince Young, kept that program afloat, Went was one, was one of those many Washington quarterbacks that stumped, by the way, had to play in Cleveland, had to play um in Tampa, I think, had to play in Arizona. Long live Colt McCoy. That's you saying, long live Colt McCoy. But at the end of the day, he wasn't winning the many games, right? So if you know he wasn't winning the many games, cutting him was kind of, it's not a surprise. Like we already talked about the surprise, but it wasn't a surprise, but you knew it was happening when the tank's there. They're aiming for the first, they're aiming for the number one pick. You knew what had to be done. Because Colt McCoy, he, yes, he loses in the NFL, but he can get you some wins. And that's not what you're looking for when you're starting QBs out for the first four weeks anyway. And you're really you don't they have what no other receivers like Marquis first four weeks, Jared. I don't I don't think Kyle Murray playing all year. Okay, so, then you're really good. Then. Like you're really good. So when you look at it that way, then yeah, the Texans they, the Cardinals can really come out with the one and two pick in this draft. And I told I just gave them the blueprint. If they don't follow it. Well, that'll just be another thing added on to the long list of what Cardinals should have, would have, could have. Yeah, should have, would have, could have. All right. But that's, that's my order. I mean. Okay. okay. So, back to so your order is Jacksonville, Tennessee, Indianapolis. Coast, yeah, Coast Texas. Okay. I, I agree with you. I think Jacksonville's head and shoulders the best team in that division. Tennessee has zero offense. Zero. None. Okay. Ten- Please. Who's their quarterback, Jared? Exactly. Ryan Tannehill. I mean, I, I know his name, but it's like, when you, Will, when you say it out loud like that, it's like... Will Levis. Malik uh, yeah, Willis. Will Levis didn't get the uh, backup spot. Malik Willis uh, earned that backup spot. Will Levis is the third string. And i seen Malik Willis play. Malik Willis is hot garbage. So, good luck, Tennessee. Tennessee might be the most boring team to watch in football. First, first down... 
First down, run. Second down, run. Third down, incomplete. Fourth down, punt. Every game. Sounds like the uh, Giants. Clockwork. Clockwork. Sounds like the Giants. First down, run. Second down, run. Third down, run. Fourth down, run. First down, (laughs) run. Second down, incomplete. Third down, incomplete. Fourth down, punt. They might throw in an occasional missed field goal in there for a little razzle-dazzle. But you ain't watching nothing special. Steve McNair ain't walking through that door. Eddie George ain't coming. Derrick Henry can only do so much. He's getting older. Let's be for real. Let's be, let's be honest. They're going to run that man into the ground. Jared, AFC North, who you got? Bengals at one. Ravens at two. Browns three, Steelers four. Steelers still have a winning record, though. So I think wow. all, teams get, all teams have winning records. Wow. I do. Okay. All teams have winning records. Steelers going to end up going like, you know, the usual 9-8 and eight or something like that. And then every other team is going to be like, like again, if they go 9-8, and eight, I think the Browns go like a, a good 10 and Ten or something like that. Like, is, is it a ten? So, if the Browns end up having a ten-win season, which is why I don't think that's what I said when you said the bright the Broncos could make the wild card. I think that this this division. See, the is thing is, so, I, I think everyone is so high on Cleveland. I don't see it. Like, I'm not that high on them, but I don't think they could be the worst in the division. Yeah, right? but I mean, to not be to not be that high on a team, but to also think they might win ten games is. It's possible though, because like we've seen it where like this division has so much talent, not only at now at the quarterback spot, even though Kenny Pickett's still shaky. I like Deshaun Watson, I like Omar Jackson, I like Joe Burrow. Every team has a vastly good offense, like compared to a lot of other teams in the league. They all got good offenses and pretty good defense. Like Tennessee Titan, I mean, the Steelers have never had a bad defense. And it right. only has, it only been getting better slowly but surely. The Browns have a good defense. The, yeah, I don't think it's the only one that's in the division that's shaky, right? Like the Ravens and Bengals have shaky defense, but the offense is so high powered it makes up for what their defense probably is gonna give up for time to time. So I'm like, but I, I do think the Bengals is the number one team in that division. And I think the resurgence of this offense for the Ravens, Lamar is really gonna do some things this year. Like if he if, with the way that they have this wide receiver core set up. This is the most receivers he's had that are inept and good. Like you know what I'm saying? Like this, this is the best receivers he's had. Not including the guys they've drafted, but just for who they brought in. All no shade to Nelson Aguilar, but that was a good pickup. Odell was a great pickup. They still have Mark Andrews. <laughs> How you gonna say no shade but say it was a good pickup? Like that wasn't shady. It wasn't shady because I know that is a good receiver. He just he's just had his downfalls from time to time. He's he's he, he's hey. had his drops. He's had his drops. Nelson Aguilar, Super Bowl winning wide receiver. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. That's now what Lamar has. So they, I went uh, back. The crazy part is, I saw a, a, a highlight from 2017, and Aguilar just straight was outrunning people. Like he looked like Deshaun Jackson out there. You remember the game where he torched the Cardinals at a drug test yes, afterwards? That, that, that was that was the clip I was talking to. Talking that was the Nelson Aguilar. We were like, oh yeah, we're going to the Super Bowl this year. And then after that year, he became pedestrian again. It happens. The yeah. juice, the juice wore off. It happens. So. Uh, for the NFC North, if Burrow is healthy, I have Cincinnati one. If Burrow misses any time with this calf injury, we don't know what his status is. They've kind of been hush-hush about it. If Burrow misses any significant time, I think it's Baltimore, then Cincinnati. Okay. Pittsburgh three, Cleveland four. Which is fair. 
I just I just think I, like you, I just don't, I don't know about I don't see it with Cleveland. I think they're in the I think they're in the like if they were in a different division like if Cleveland was in the NFC South, I think they'd be the best team in that division. You know what I'm saying? Like if they were in a division like, with like since uh with New Orleans and Carolina and all them all them garbage. Like Cleveland would be the best team in that division. Cleveland is arguably Cleveland's not better than Baltimore and they're not better than Cincinnati and they're closer to Pittsburgh than I think they would want to be if Kenny Pickett is their quarterback and Deshaun Watson is their you know is Cleveland quarterback. I think they're very, they're not they don't separate themselves well. Like they're right in the pack and I, I don't think that's a good place to be. I feel like you're saying this because again one is the Browns, and the hype for the Browns was so big when they made that little super team that it, it's not there anymore. I just feel like if Kevin Stefanski wasn't the head coach, we'd be talking about the Browns differently. I really do. And here's the thing about Stefanski. Stefanski had one good year, but that team is going backwards every yes, year since. every year. And every it, year since. I don't know if the, if they if Cleveland ends up having like a 5-12, uh, 4-13. Like if they're not competitive this year, I would not be surprised if Stefanski was right, fired. Let me ask you something. Let me give you two names. If it's it's going to be Stefanski, the Browns head coach. But if you could replace Stefanski right now with either a Dan Campbell or Sean Payton, would you have the Browns on a higher status in this division? If you had either of those two coaches, um, Dan Campbell, I don't. Uh, I like him as a head coach. He's, now, he's fresh, but I like him. Now here's the thing about Dan Campbell. I think Dan Campbell's more of a uh not an X's nose guy, but like a rock, you know, rally he's the, the fresh young guy. gun, right? Yeah, but that he's, I, I he's like the, he's a fresh young gun. He's the, he's the he's the I'm gonna go to war with you kind of guy. Like he's not the he's not I the strategic. That's why I gave if, you two different coaches. If you gave styles. like if you told me, I mean, Sean Payton is is better than Stefanski. His resume is better. He's you know he's won a Super Bowl. He his his lineage goes, you know. Back to some of the greatest coaches of all time. He worked under Parcells for, forever. Um, I think Sean Payton. I think Sean Payton will be successful wherever he goes. Right. So, like, if Sean Payton coached the Browns, like, I think they're gonna be good. The problem with the Browns is not that they're not a bad team. Nope. It's just that they're not better than the best teams in their division, and the best teams in their division aren't better than the best teams in the conference. Like, which there? I just so here's the thing. Like, Cincinnati is. The one is the two or three, two or three best team in the conference, right? Yes, they're the third. But but bottom, okay. So you so I'm assuming you have Kansas City and Buffalo ahead of them. Yes. Okay. Yes. So if it's Kansas City, Buffalo, Cincinnati, Baltimore is around fourth or fifth. They're, is they Baltimore, is Baltimore is Baltimore better than the Chargers? Healthy Lamar, yes. Okay. Is Baltimore better than the Jets? Yes, the Jets bias is, is a little tricky for me. It is. The Jets bias is tricky for me. Okay, okay. So now they're four-ish. Okay, where, who, who would you say is five? Chargers, Jets, somebody like that? Miami? Is Miami better than Baltimore? I think Miami's better think, than Baltimore. I think Miami's six. You think Miami's better I think, than Baltimore? I think Miami's better than Baltimore. They got better weapons. And I think the quarterback play is questionable if Tua can't stay healthy. So yeah, but, but Lamar, Lamar, also can't, Lamar also can't stay healthy. Last why, years, can we go healthy? Yeah, healthy. Yeah. Every, if everyone's healthy, if everyone's healthy, Miami's better than, Miami's than Baltimore. Better than Baltimore. Okay, so healthy. now, now, okay, so they were like six, seven. The Jets are somewhere seven, Denver maybe right there. Yeah, eight. Denver, maybe. Nope. 
That's what the Browns are. I think if you if you start talking about Denver, I'm putting the Browns. So you got the, you got the, you got the Browns over Denver. I got the Browns over Denver. Offense wise, I like the Browns and defense. You're, like you're very high on Cleveland. I don't know. I'm not. I, I don't think it's you high. are very it's, high on Cleveland. You just go player for player. I think Deshaun's better than Russ right now. Peak wise, I don't. But here's the thing: Deshaun Watson hasn't been good in like three years. And now he's had a full healthy season because last year he rushed off. Now you get your full healthy season. This is your fourth season to prove. Okay, we'll, we'll see. Season. We'll see how Deshaun Watson we'll is. If Deshaun like Watson the, is, if Deshaun go, Watson go, is anything, go to the next player, Chris. Go to the next player. I like Chubb more than I like Javante Williams. Fine. I like Amari Cooper more like Cortland Sutton. What you like? Who Amari Cooper over Cortland Sutton? Fine. Jerry Drew is injured, so I immediately what? like I immediately like Elijah Moore more than Marquez Callaway. Yeah, but here's the thing about Cleveland is we always have these guys with names. They don't ever produce. They don't ever do anything. That's true. They don't ever do anything. And the problem is they got they got to play Baltimore twice a year, Cincinnati twice a year, Pittsburgh twice a year. They have a terrible – they have a rough schedule. Hold on, let me pull up Cleveland's schedule. Well, that's fair, but look at it this way. Amari Cooper might be the best receiver they've had in a while. Amari Cooper still re- had that resurgence last year with a Jacoby Brissett and partial of Deshaun Watson. We still had 1,000 yards. Now you have a full season with this guy as your main QB. Right. I, so here's, here's so let me let me give but let me give you let me give you the let me give you their schedule for the first couple weeks of the year, Jerry. And you tell me where the wins are. All right. They got Cincinnati week one. That's a win. Bengals win that. Okay. They got the Steelers week two. Monday night football. All right. So the Browns win. Browns win that one. Browns win in Pittsburgh. Week two. Pittsburgh, I in Pittsburgh. In Pittsburgh, in Pittsburgh, Monday Night Football. No, no, no. no. Still wasn't there. They got they got Tennessee at home. They win that one. There we go. Then they got Baltimore at home. Ravens win that one. So they then they got then they got hold on. Then they got the Niners at home. They going one and four to start the season. So now it's one and four to start the season. Then they got Indianapolis. They win. Okay. They got go to Seattle. They still win that game. In Seattle. In Seattle, yeah, they, they win that game. I can see them winning that game. I do. I can see them. Win. Let's be for real. I can see them win that game. That's a 50 50 game. No, no, no. No, no. Let's be for real, Jared. Let's be for real. They're not going to Seattle and winning that game. That's not a 50 50 game. That's a double digit loss for Cleveland. Double nah, digits. Oh, I'll, put money on, I'll put money on it right now. Double digit loss for, for Cleveland in Seattle. You throw that FanDuel bet up there, and if you win, I'm proud of you. But I don't. Amy 76 is knocking a week. Double digit loss. I can see them winning that game. Go All right. Then they, then they got Arizona at home. The, sweet. But here's the thing, right? We're already we're in November now. They got four wins. And they're four and four now. Oh. They got four yeah, and six. Four and four. Or, let, me see, let me see. Let me see. Let me go back again. So you, we said. I, I got them at one and four. Bengals, Bengals, Bengals game is an L. In Pittsburgh, L. Home versus the Titans, it's a win. Yes, Ravens is an L. That's one Ravens is an L. It's one and three. That's it's one and three. three. Niners at home. It's an L. It's one and four. Colts, Colts State win. That's two and four. Yes, and they beat the Seattle. They beat the Steelers. I mean, the CBC. You got them beating the Seahawks. That's three and four. And then they beat the Cardinals for sure. That's four, that's four and four. So now yeah. they then they got to play in Baltimore. In Baltimore. Wait, 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 wait. In Baltimore. Wait, 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 wait. So the first game was. Baltimore is at their home. Yes. Oh, they can win that game. They they always split with Baltimore. They always split with Baltimore. And they've never Baltimore's never swept them. 
They spoiled Baltimore, I think, the past four seasons. All right, fine, fine. Like, it, it's just it, fact. Don't, say, team, don't say they never swept them, okay? The Browns team stunk. No, no, no. They haven't swept them in a minute, is what I'm saying. They can, they can split now. They okay. Split. Then they got Pittsburgh. Or they got Pittsburgh at home. Okay, they can win that because they'll probably split. They got to go to I'm, Denver. I think they beat Denver. In, Den- in Denver. In Denver. With the altitude that, that messes everybody else up. I don't care. I think okay. they beat Denver. Then they go to the, they play the Rams in, in L.A. Oh, yeah, they beat the Rams. Okay. Basically. Then, the then they got Jacksonville at home. They lose in that game. Chicago at home. They win in that game. You know why they win in that game? Because Justin Fields stinks. <laughs> then they got Houston. They got to play in Houston. They beat. Come on, bro. Stop. They got to play the Jets. They lose in that game. So they beat Houston. They lose in the Jets. And then they got to play Cincinnati. They lose in that game, too. Cincinnati so, be doing. That's like eight and nine. That's eight and nine. That's like eight and nine. Nine. nine and eight. Whatever. That's nine and eight. So they'll be they're five. five so they're five hundred team, Jared. There's no way they're going to be top eight. They're not going to be top eight in the AFC at five hundred. Absolutely not. I mean, nine and eight. They're above five hundred, but that yeah, ain't they're that above five hundred. But they ain't going to win. They ain't, that's not going to get them. Doing, that ain't doing nothing for you when you're talking about the, the division above them. I think. Oh man, I don't All know. Right. Can go so now, give me the AFC East. Bills, Dolphins, Jets, Patriots. In that order for me. I'm going to be honest with you. In that order for me. The problem is I want to put the Jets too. I do. But, but I, I just don't I just don't know. I don't know. It's tricky for me. Right, so here, I, so, okay. So the, the thing is, and let's do this. We can do this exercise for, in, for every team, right? But I just don't know what the Jets is going to be. Just give but me the we, Jets no, like, give me the Dolphin schedule. How about that's that? what? That's schedule. literally that's literally what I was. Thinking. Yeah, give that's me the. True. I don't want the Jets. Give me the Dolphin schedule. So let's let's go let's go game by game for the Dolphins, and we can kind of see how their season is going to look. They they start the, they start the game, start the season playing the Chargers in LA. Then they had the Patriots in New England. Okay, so they beaten the Chargers in LA before. Like they've they, done it before. Okay. Because the charge again, but uh, the but uh, self-implode. That's my issue with the charge. They self-implode. They do self-implode, but then they had which is what they could do if Tua turns at the clock with that high-powered offense, they can implode and win week one. So okay. give, me, give me give me them for that one. So they got so and then they got New England in New England Sunday night football. I think the Patriots win that game. Why? And I was thinking that too. Patriots. I, it's Patriots. one of them. It's one of them. It's that's going to be one of them. New England. Games. Three yards in the cloud of dust, yeah, kind of games. And then yeah. New England, the defense is still there, right? Because here's the thing: New England, New England tends to beat Miami in New England. In New England New always, New New England, but New England also tends to lose to Miami in Miami. Yes, which so. is why they all okay. So yeah, that's one and one right now. So they then they got the them, they got Denver at home. I think they beat Denver. Then they got the Bills on the road. They lose to the Bills. So now we're two and two. Yep. They got the Giants at home. They beat the Giants. They got the Panthers at home. Beating the Panthers. Then they got to go to Philadelphia. Losing to Philly. That's biased, though. But they losing to Philly. Philly okay. just managed to beat them. Okay. Then they got the Patriots at home. Winning the Patriots. They, they got split. So, so what we have right now? Six and three. Five and three. Okay, five and three is fine. No, wait, wait. Yeah, five and three. Something like that. Five and three is fine. Then they have to go to go to Kansas City. 
losing. Doesn't matter where if it was here losing. So wait, no, I'm sorry. Is that Kansas? Is it the is it the international game? Uh, November fifth. November. It's, it's scheduled for November fifth, but it says nine thirty, so it has to be like the, the air, yeah, it has to be the international game. Uh, then they have. He's still losing to the Kansas City Chiefs. Then, that's fine. Right. Then they have Oakland. I'm sorry. They have Vegas at home. Winning. Then they have to go to the to play the Jets. And that game is on Thanksgiving. That's a Thanksgiving game. So that's a Thursday. Mm. That's a Thursday game off off a Sunday one a.m. Uh, one p.m. game. The Thursday at three o'clock. What's the record of Thanksgiving games? Do you know on top of your head? Actually, wow, we have computers. I can look it up. Who? Aaron Rodgers' record in Thanksgiving games. Well, I mean, at Green Bay. Green Bay played a couple. I know on Thanksgiving. I don't know if, but we don't know about the Jets. So we 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 don't know what they're going to be. Yeah. But but for whatever the case, whatever the case may be, we got then they got then they have to go to Washington. Then they got Tennessee at home, Jets at home, Cowboys at home. They could easily lose two of those games. They can win two of those as well, though. They could win two. I think they could beat Tennessee, and I think they they could. See the thing about the 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 easy thing I I like about the schedule is I can see the trap game and I think this Washington game is the trap game. I think this Washington game after they play the Jets, then this Washington game is the trap game. They bounce back and beat Tennessee. Then I think they beat the Jets at home after losing to the Jets on Thursday on uh, Thanksgiving. Then they got the it was just possible. Then they got the Cowboys, Ravens, Bills again. So they could they could easily end the season. You know, losing the last three games, last four. Uh, so Who knows? Max, I can see this team winning ten games. Okay, so now Lowest, I can see them winning is eight. Okay, which so, is then which then makes them at the bottom of the division. But I think they can win ten games. I don't think they're gonna be at the bottom of the division winning eight games because where the hell is New England? Well, where I mean, the hell is New England getting bottom of division? When I'm when we're talking about <laughs> for a team that's like we're, we're saying the top of the division was Dol- was a uh, Dolphins and Bills was the top of the division one two right, right. Bills was one Dolphins two. If they end up going eight, then the Jets clearly are above them. I think the Jets' bias for me is like, I've seen Aaron Rodgers at his peak. We've seen it. It's greatness. We've also seen Aaron Rodgers when he's a commoner, pedestrian, average. We've seen but, it. In but the here's the thing about his average. His average is still 22 and 12. Like 22 I, touchdowns and 12 interceptions. Like he's not going like to four. Is there for the Jets. 40 like and eight, him. but like still. Offense is there. Like they got he's still. He's the best quarterback the Jets have had. Ever? Ever? Probably since Joe, since, since Joe Namath left. Like, it's, like it's, they have everything you could want. It's just now that there's all this hype around it. We see what happens when, they, when teams get all the hype and a great roster on paper. If, but here's the thing, right? Even if Rodgers got to the AFC Championship game and they kind of, they folded. That's the oh, AFC. Man. The Jets in the AFC I Championship game. I, I feel like, again, if he, if he gets to the AFC Championship game, at that point, you have to do what Tom Brady did to take that team to the Super Bowl and win, right? I to. mean, not necessarily because they play the Chiefs. Like, if, they, if it's Chiefs, Jets, AFC Championship game. Mm. That's a, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Or if, if it's like Bills, Jets, it's Bengals, like, Bengals Jets, you know what I'm saying? Right, 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 right. Let's be for real. Right now, it's like, yo, Chiefs can really just do what they want. In this. <laughs> like, you, you just got the Chiefs winning a lot of games. As long as Patrick Holmes is the QB. Bro, as, as, if, as, long as, the, as long as the Chiefs are healthy, they win in 12 games at the moment. Yeah, I can see the Bills still being one for me. It's, uh, again, they still have they're lacking the certain firepower when it comes to the running game, but 
everything else you just like and right for when mm. it comes to Sean McDermott and what they do with that defense and the offensive scheme. You like it. Yeah, I think, the, I think the Bills I think the Bills have some some obvious holes, especially in the running game. But I think that you got Dalton Kincaid to kind of open up a little bit of those red zone opportunities that they struggled in the red zone a little bit last year. Which I think, is like I think that bit. I think that Josh Allen and, and Stephon Diggs kind of get they get they situations together. Like I think that they figure out what they what they want to do. Like I don't think there's beef, but I don't think they kind of like I think it's kind of like a, a similar version to what people were saying Odell and Baker was. Like they they had no direct beef with each other, but it's just like can they co can they mesh well? I think they co as fine things. Thing is when when Josh is trying to feed the other guys and Diggs like bro. This ain't the game to be doing it. Ain't the game to be trying to be best friends with everybody. Just give me the ball. Let's go win. So that's the that's can the you, can you imagine? Can you imagine Diggs in the huddle and he hear the and he hear the play call and his voice probably turned into the guy on SpongeBob and he probably thinking like, oh brother, this guy stinks. Like you yeah. get the ball to this guy, him. Especially you got think of just like the receiving core that team has when the drops start to occur, which we've seen in plenty of the games that they've had, right? Where there's some great Gabe Davis outbreaks. There are, but there are also some horrid Gabe Davis drops in a game where he's like, say, let's say he's at like his three or four drop game, and they're still trying to call a play for his number. And then Diggs like, yo, man, I'm sitting at 65, 70 yards of a touchdown. This game's getting a little too close for my liking. Trying to get the defense a breathing room. Just, just keep giving me the ball. Like, that's it. Just, just throw me the football. Why am I not? And there's some breaking routes where we see Diggs open. There's probably some routes where Diggs not open, but he thinks he's open. They're just that's just the element of football that comes with him being a high caliber athlete. He's like, yo, you're my QB, just give it to me. So it comes and goes. I, I think their their situation is a little bit different than the Odell and Baker situation where the Odell just like was open and Baker was outwardly not throwing him the ball at times. Seeing him or not, just outwardly wasn't throwing it to him. But that team's still good. It's just very good. That like what do you call uh Josh Allen, Lightscale Lamar? Man, like uh, I, I had to I had to drop that because he's actually he's developed past that. So yeah, I had to stop, he really has. I had to, so I had to stop calling him light skinned Lamar Jackson. When we started seeing the ninety yard deep balls, we were like, "Oh my Jesus!" <laughs> okay, it wasn't just that. It was like the lack. It was like they, he stopped. They stopped using him like a uh, like like fake Tebow. Like they stopped just kind of like doing every play where it's like, "All right, we're going we're going to just make you move every play." Mm-hmm. Um, in the pocket more. They let him, yeah. They let him stay in the pocket more, and I think that's that's when they had Dayball, and he kind of got the best out of. Could you imagine, like, if Dayball still had like Josh Allen instead of working with Daniel Jones? Like, Dayball's probably like, yo, what, like, what is this? Like, no, bro, he probably sees literally similar traits, and he's thinking, oh, I could, I could just turn him into Josh Allen. Yeah, <laughs> okay. The reason why you don't like that, uh, Daniel Jones, he's probably the reason why he loves Daniel Jones. He's like, oh, I could just turn him. I could transform this young man. That's the problem with Daniel Jones. He's so vanilla. It's so. Let's be for it's real. It's so milk toast. If we talk about hey, at least at least Daniel, at least not at least um, Josh Allen has a top five receiver, top three in his like. If you want to just put him in that list. Daniel Jones has none of that. Like yeah, he got, got Saquon Barkley. He got like, Dar- he got Darren Waller. And he got I like Saquon. That I like that pick with Darren Waller, but again, it. Darren Waller will be doing so much. We saw with Derek Carr when he's getting force fed. Teams, it's so easy to scheme run a scheme of stopping a tight end than it is for a lot of other receivers because again, feels different. Field open up less for certain players than his, his you position. Better, you better put him. You better put him at the wideout spot. 
So yeah, I just sure. them, but Darren Waller is good. I mean, hey, Darren Waller is a very good tight end. So they oh, have an, he has an option now. He has a weapon. Yeah. Where he's like, yo, I can just throw this to this big tight end who should the, catch the ball. The problem is you got to throw the ball when uh, Daniel Jones throwing the ball. So <laughs> <laughs> I think we agree on our, on our AFC East predictions as well. I think I have Buffalo, Miami, Jets, Patriots. Yeah, I'm with it. Oh, yeah. I, I Patriots got to be last again. I don't know what they Patriots, do. D- Patriots might be a bottom five team in the league. I am going with you. So, <laughs> I'm dead. Team stinks. Thank y'all for listening to another episode of Straight to the Point. If you like what you hear, tell a friend to tell a friend to tune in. We're still a five-star rated podcast on iTunes, so we appreciate the support and love. If you like what you hear, please leave us a review. Make sure you follow Straight to the Point on all your favorite socials at STTP Podcast. Make sure you follow me at underscore Chris Cross. Follow me at underscore Jeb Hughes. Definitely follow the YouTube, follow the TikToks, man. We got a lot of content coming. Sports is here. College football is back. NFL is right around the corner. And then pretty soon we'll have the NBA discussions again. But I oh, I can't wait to talk about James Harden. <laughs> ben Simmons. The, the usual suspects. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. We miss it, Kyrie. Maybe go. Oh, my <laughs> Listen, oh, please. If you say Kyrie name three times, he's definitely going to get in the headlines. <laughs>